Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus this is Umar Ahmed for IFL TV, joined by Frank Warren after a very busy week for yourself. One of the busiest press conferences I've been to, uh, Fury and Garnu. I knew it was going to be big because you did tell us about a thousand times, Frank. Massive. Yeah, but apparently that's not even scratching the surface. No, it's not. It's going to be, you know, leading up to this this uh, event, it's, gonna, it's just going to be bigger and bigger as far as the media is concerned. Um, as I said to you, it's, it's something that everybody... Um, I genuinely believe we'll be watching. You know, I think it's going to get massive, massive audience. Um, just on our on Queensbury outlets, on TikTok, our sites, and so forth, we had over over 12 million hits the first day. That was us. That's about ESPN. That's the rest of the world. With that, um, His Excellency, I think he's got um, 16, 18 million followers. So it's out there. A lot of people, you know, are, are aware of what's going on. And as I said to you, that's, that's what it'll be. It'll be a massive event, opening a, opening a massive festival. Riyadh season's huge. Yeah, I've looked a, a little bit more into Riyadh season and sort of the traffic and eyeballs that gets um, for your guy Tyson to be opening that season. Um, how does that feel for yourself? I think it's very prestigious, and he obviously appreciates that, as does Nagano. I mean, it is... You know, it says, you know, says all that what what they feel certainly about Tyson, um, and he's and he's drawing power and the eyeballs that watch him, and that's been proven. I think you know we've said it a few times now with the the Netflix series. It's it's the highest rated Netflix series they've had in the UK. He's you know, the, uh, he's he's a reality show, and um, that's Tyson. He's he's huge. He's he's a big crossover. Um, sportsman, he's he's a you know he's a star in every area, and we know the the people back in this in terms of MBS, um, his, his Royal Highness uh, got Dr. Rakan, who was obviously present last week, as well as uh, His Excellency Turkey Al Sheikh, um, and you've obviously formed a, a very good relationship with His Excellency and Dr. Rakan. Um, and from what conversations I've heard, that there's going to be multiple events, hopefully for your sake, out in Saudi Arabia, um, including Tyson and, and maybe some other fighters of yours as well. 
Well, we'll see, but you know, up to up to as yet, everything's gone swimmingly well, and everybody's happy. We're certainly happy, and uh, I'm sure moving forward, there'll be other shows, and they'll be, you know, if that is the case, they'll be announced in due course. But um, you know, we've we've all worked, all of us collectively, to ensure that this event is going to be a success, and that will lead to other events. There's no doubt about that. Frank, we know the, the way the sporting world's going, just not just the sporting world, obviously Saudi Arabia investing heavily in, in all live events, whether it's music, entertainment, um, all spectrums, but especially with sport, obviously boxing went there uh, a few years ago, um, the golf, uh, Formula One, but we've seen a, a massive push with football and top elite players going to Saudi Arabia. So from a Queensbury point of view for yourself, to, to have a, a strong link out there now, um, how critical is that for your business? I think it's very critical. You know, we 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 appreciate what's going, what's going on there. You know, it's it's a it's a forward-thinking country. It's a country of a very young population. I think the average age of the of 70 percent of the population are under the age of thirty-five. So that's a young population. They're the biggest users in the world of social media. So they're very au fait with the new communication and so forth. They're building this tremendous new city there, which is going to be, uh, which is going to be the way, especially the way the Saudis do things, it's going to be the absolute business. So um, you're going to see some big fights going now. It's probably like years ago, people saying, Vegas, you're going to put shows on where, you're going to put, build a city where, in Vegas in the middle of the desert, yeah. And what, and you're going to get Frank Sinatra playing there and Dean Martin, and you're going to have big fights there, everyone will think you're just crazy. But that happened, and that's what's happening here in a big way, and it'll be in a bigger way. It's going to be massive. It's going to be massive because of, you know, the century we're in. It's the it's it's a new century, and it's a new, it's a, it's definitely going to be a, it's a new world, and that that is going to become a destination. The Riyadh Festival is a destination, and all what they're doing there is is just unbelievable. I mean, this is the 21st century on speed. How was it meeting uh, His Excellency? What was he saying to you last week? Uh, he's a really nice person, and he gets it, and he, you know, and he, he's a massive boxing fan, which is, which I'm extremely grateful for. He's a massive boxing fan, so is the doctor, and they're committed to boxing. They're committed to sport, and one of the sports they're committed to is boxing, and they've uh, they've stepped up and, and shown that. I want to get your thoughts on on some comments that. Uh, your channel, Queensbury Channel, put out an interview uh, yourself. Bob Aaron was in it, and his excellency, his excellency Turkey Al Sheikh. Um, at the end of the interview, um, he said, "Any boxing that goes on in Saudi Arabia, um, you'll hear it from us. Um, don't listen to rumours about certain fights that are happening in the kingdom and that region." There is a lot of uh, uh, rumour in the in the market. Uh, I hope the fans of the boxing. Uh, don't listen and uh, care about any rumor until they have uh, official thing from our side. There is a lot of people talking about uh, fight in, in Saudi Arabia or talking, uh, uh, meeting me. Uh, I, I I never meet anyone except Frank. What were you thinking at that point? What's he referring to there? Well, I think he's referring to what the current position is, and and you know you got to be a. If you can't understand what the man said, which is quite, he was quite plain and open with, then uh, obviously you're on another planet. You're delusional.
That's what you were called, weren't you? Well, I'm delusional, aren't I? I've all been delusional for years. We all know that. I'm, I'm, you know, you've got to deal with reality. You know, one thing I said that, you know, there was never going to be, Tyson was never going to be on some super heavyweight card. We made that very clear. We all knew that was never going to happen because we never had an offer for it. And I don't know how many times you and I have had a conversation about the uh, Joshua and Deontay Weidel situation. And I know that their respective people have had conversations and felt it was going to happen, but I never felt it would, and uh, it's not. And for, and for the, the the problem is the amount of money they felt that they were going to get paid or heard they were going to get paid, they're never going to achieve that anywhere. That's just not going to happen. Of course, those... I'll tell you what's a good fight. Go on. I'll tell you a fight would be a good fight. If that doesn't happen, that fight, if it doesn't happen, do you know what would be a good fight in the UK? And the people will buy tickets to watch it. And we'll see who's the biggest puncher and who's got the biggest heart. Him and Daniel Dubois. Joshua and Dubois. That would that'd sell out anywhere. And before you all start your hates and whatever, that would determine who's got the biggest heart. Who's going to grit their teeth? They can't say it's not going to sell. It'll sell. It's a big fight. Well, we've got to wait on your situation with the WBA appeal, haven't we, with Daniel? Of course, of course. I'm just talking about down the road, down the road. But, yeah, absolutely we have. That's going to take uh, whatever, whatever time they take to do that. Just uh, going back to Joshua Wilder and some comments <coughs> um, that we've heard recently, it looks like the fight will not take place, well, definitely not in, in Saudi Arabia. I know there's conversations where, with Skills Challenge, who obviously uh, have put on the fights out there in the kingdom so far, including one you guys did with Tommy Fury uh, and Jake Paul earlier this year. Um, it, it does look like, though, um, the dynamics changed, and I'm not not saying I know this factually, but they might be stepping away uh, from the sport of boxing in terms of leading the shows out there. Um, and obviously you're, you're going direct with, as I said, His Excellency Turkey El Sheikh, who's um, doing this Fury and Garni show to open up Riyadh season and, as you said, hopefully future fights for yourself out there. Um, do you think they might be interested in, in putting Joshua Wilder on, Frank? Well, they've been... I mean... <laughs> I think, I mean, I don't know what's going to happen. All I keep hearing from their respect, and well, from, certainly from uh, Matram, is that every other week or every two weeks they were going to announce it. And we're now hitting mid-September. And it's, yeah, it ain't going to happen. Okay. It ain't going to happen. I don't know if you saw it within the last 24 hours. Um, Andy Ruiz, who was number two with the WBC, yeah. Wilder was number one. Joshua's overlaps Ruiz. Have you seen that? Well, Ruiz, and if you remember, everyone's saying about Tyson having a mandatory. The WBC ordered a mandatory between Ruiz and Wilder. Yes. Okay, earlier this year, and neither of them, which well, just didn't happen. So there, you, therefore, you haven't got a mandatory. And now they've ordered another mandatory, and Ruiz, for whatever reason, I don't know what the ins and outs are, but he's been he's been dropped out of it, and now they're doing, um, they're, they've announced that the... Uh, Joshua and um, Wilder fight be for the mandatory position. That's what they've that's what they've said. Which could end up going out to purse bids, obviously, if the deal's not reached. Well, if they don't do a deal and it goes to purse bids, uh, whatever it's worth, it's worth, isn't it? Interesting. Um, continuing with uh, heavyweight talk, last week on the red carpet at that press conference, we saw a big incident between Fabio Wardley and David Adelaide. 
what is the current situation with Fabio Wardley? Um, we will find out today. Hopefully he's going to be okay. I don't know yet but until uh, he's going to see his, uh, his uh, doctor today and uh, see if he can get clearance. And that's where we are. I know I spoke with the Boxing Board of Control. I think they, they will call them both. So there'll be a hearing with both of them to determine what happened. But it's all unacceptable. It's totally unacceptable what's happened. No need for it. Save the fighting for the ring. And what has to stop, and we will make sure it doesn't happen, there'll be no entourages coming to these fights. That will not be happening. Uh, I've always been against that. And uh, there'll be no... All it'll be is the fighter, their manager and trainer, and maybe one other. And that will be it, as far as press conferences are concerned. Uh, no entourages. Have you spoken to David personally about this? I haven't spoken to him personally, but I spoke with his, uh, his uh, management. Okay. And I spoke to you straight after the event, and your sentiment was pretty similar to what you've just well, said. It's unacceptable. It's stupid. I mean, it's not the main event. It's just stupid. It's plain, plain stupid. You know, how many times have I said to you, I hate all this stuff? Somebody's going to get cut one day all this jostling and kicking tables over and throwing stuff up in the air. It's a nonsense. It's a total nonsense. Save it for the ring. We don't ask them to do it. I don't ask them to do it. I went even down there. It's not stage. And, it, you know, and, it's, and it's, 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 you know, it's not needed. I mean, we're, we're on, the, on the biggest, one of the biggest stages in the world for one of the biggest events in sport with Tyson and Nagano, best of their respective disciplines. So none of this stuff is needed. This is an undercard fight. Great undercard fight, by the way. Really good quality fight that I really want to see. I don't want to get him ruined because of their stupidity. Yeah. Can you just talk to me about um, Fabio Wardley and what his situation is with yourself in terms of options after this fight, etc.? Well, we made him a very good offer. And... Uh, um, and he knew it wasn't a delusional offer, so he took it. And working with Dillian White's guys, obviously representing. Yeah, well, we worked with them before, didn't we? Last year. I mean, they start. I mean, it's funny, really, with Dillian White and his team. I mean, going into that fight, we won the purse bids. We were really the enemy. At the end of it, we all got on well. So it's a shame. They know that we're professionals, and all we want is the right thing, you know. And as I say, I was really disappointed what happened last week, but hopefully, we get over that hump and. Uh, we can work together between us all to make this a successful event. But for the pair of them, this is a, was it a big fight. It would headline uh, easily a card in this country. But to be oh, without a on a without box a office platform um, on, a, on a Tyson Fury undercard opening Riyadh season. Around the world. Yeah. And the eyeballs are there seeing it. It's a, it's a great opportunity for them. Mm. Because it's such a big event, it obviously depends how the loser loses, but they've still got a future in the sport, either of them. Yeah, it's exactly what you say. It's how you lose. You know, I've seen, I know I'm an old broken record. I've seen loads of fighters get beaten over the years, win and lose. And I've seen fighters come back and go on to do great things. It's not the end of the world, especially young men. It's not the end of the world for them. And I know you were disappointed with what happened last week. You made that very clear. Um, but putting that aside, it's just how the way the business works and boxing works. It has made it a bigger fight. Well, you know, in a perverse way, it has. It's made that a bigger fight, but it's not made it, made it a bigger event. The main event is the main event, you know, and it's, it's a real tasty, tasty fight on the undercard. 
Okay, we look forward to that. Um, hopefully, touch wood, that Fabio is okay. But I saw a couple of posts from him last night, and he was suggesting that he's going to fight. So that's no, good. That's good. He's, he's a, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I've never met him. So because <laughs> all what happened, I didn't, didn't get to meet him. But, you know, David's a, David works very hard. He trains hard. He's obviously with us. And, uh, and as I say, for us, it would be, um, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a fight that I, I want to see. And I think it's, it's a, you know, it's a, a great event for the fight to be on. Frank, guessing no movement yet from the WBA about your appeal? No, I've not heard anything yet. It normally takes a little while, so we'll see what happens. Do you have a time frame in mind? No, it'll have to go through their process, but their process will... I don't think it's going to take that long. OK. And if, if it doesn't go your way, have you sort of discussed with Daniel uh, about no, what's next? I haven't next? contemplated that at all. Have you not? No. You, you're firmly confident it's going to go your way? I'm confident that it wasn't, wasn't a low blow, and I'm confident the referee didn't issue the proper instructions. I'm confident that the referee, uh, in, in allowing um, Usyk to continue for another one, one and a half minutes, whatever it was, when he wanted to fight, he said oh, he was ready to fight. No, no, you take a breather. He's wrong. That's wrong. That, that is wrong. No matter where you want to look at it. And, you know, and Daniel, at the end of the day, he should have gritted his teeth more and, 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 and won that fight. But I think he lost all momentum. And I think he, you know, I don't know what it was, but he did. So he's got a lot of, you know, in future fights, he's got a lot to prove to everybody. A lot to prove to everybody. I know that. But he won the fight. Because that was a legitimate blow. Frank, anyway, when, let's drive everyone mad. It, it take, <laughs> the process is there and we'll go through it and whatever happens, happens. Whether you think it was a, a low blow or not, from what you just said there about you know him telling Usyk when he was actually going to get up to stay down or just take your time, yeah. didn't um, before the fight started, didn't instruct either man about what was okay or not. Correct. And also in the change room, Don Charles had to raise. You see that? Yeah. Um, and I know you respect the referee. You've known him for a while. Yeah, He's been in the I was game. very but, disappointed. But, but do you did. not think, when you put all that together, whether you think it was a low blow or not, that strange behaviour from the referee? I, I think it was negligent behaviour as far as the fight was concerned. You know, he, 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 I think the referee let himself down as to how he should officiate the fight under the rules, under the rules of the WBA or the ABC, and he didn't do that. Are you and Dan Raffo okay? Yeah, um, he's, I've got no problem with Dan. I mean, I, you know, listen, I'll take a lot of advice from him. I'll, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm cooking tonight. I'm going to do a, a, I'm having a treble beef burger, and I want to know what the best sauce, what you recommend to have with it. Okay, let's move on to next Saturday. Uh, a huge fight here in the capital. Um, some might say it's a big fight. Some might say career on the line for Joe Joyce. Listen, it is. It, you know what? It's a career on the line for both the guys. You know, they're both. Um, they go both got fabulous amateur track records. Both of them silver medalists in the Olympics. Both of them were dodgy decisions yeah. in those, which is a fact. Um, so there's tremendous. Uh, Respects as far as what they've done as amateurs and certainly as the pros, up until uh, up until that fight, um, he's done everything's been asked of him, Joe. No doubt about that. And he got it wrong on the night. He got, and unfortunately, his eye led to the fight being stopped. Um, but he's at an age now where he needs to win this, and so Zhang. So for both of them, it's a career-defining fight for both of them.
and the winner of the fight will become the mandatory challenger for the WBO. There'll be the WBO, um, uh, as I say, WBO mandatory challenger, and that fight will take place next year between the champion who is ever holding the WBO belt will have to defend against the winner. Pending the situation with your appeal with the WBA, we know the IBF is next in line. Do you expect yeah. Usyk Hergovic to be ordered and happen next? I don't know. I mean, you know, if they're going to do it, they're going to do it. I mean, the problem they got with that, especially as far as... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Um, is concerned. I mean, he's got in his head all the money that he's worth. Um, what sort of purses you should be getting for a fight. He ain't going to get no big purse fighting Hergovic. That's for sure. But the other side of the coin is Hergovic is the, is the mandatory. But I, I, um, I'm quite confident we're going to see a unification fight. I'm quite confident of that. Tyson Fury, Alexander Usyk to close Riyadh season? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, com I'm quite confident that, they, that, that that fight will happen. Okay, good. That's what we want to hear. Um, but a lot's got to happen to get to that point still. A lot's got to happen. Yeah, of course it has. You know, a lot of things are happening. You know, I was, uh, everyone keeps about the heavyweight division. It's this, it's that. It's light. It's alive. Look at the fight we've got coming on. Just had, had uh, Dubois and, and out there with, with Usyk. It's alive. Things are happening. There's events going on. It's happening. And, you know, and we're at the start of something big, I believe, in, in, the, in the kingdom with this event on the 28th, this fabulous event. And it's going to be great for boxing. Not just heavyweight boxing. Boxing, I really do believe that... that, that I believe that they... They have a passion and a love for boxing. And I believe that's going to see, as I said, some big, big events taking place there. And I think we're going to see, a, a, you know, the modern day... The modern day sort of Vegas, if you, if you know what I mean by that. That, you know, that becomes the, the, the centre of, of the big, big fights. I'm sure it will happen. Well, that's why I asked at the start, how important is it for yourself, for, for Queensby to have that relationship? I think it's important for us to, have it, to do it because, you know, we like working with them and, and they're, they're fabulous people to work with. But it's important for boxing too. It's important for the sport. We don't want to get left behind as a sport. That is very important. Well, Tyson described it last week as he's got the most powerful people behind him now. Well, he has. You know, it's, it's you know, it's, it's not something that's just come out of the blue. He's worked very hard. It's been a you know, big, massive effort to make things happen, and 
the great thing about this is that um, His Excellency, the Dotsa, the Kingdom, have seen in Tyson something we've all, all known about for a long time. <laughs> He's a massive, massive star. Got to actually give a shout-out to Spencer Brown as well. Who's, of course, Spencer yeah. as well. Spencer's done a great job with him, no doubt about that. He's worked very hard um, with Tyson and, uh, yeah, take my hat off to him. Well, someone who wants to um, enter this heavyweight scene, I mean, he's made his start, Moses Tauma, who returns on your yeah. card next Saturday. Um, what are you looking for from him this Saturday? Because I know it was a very frustrating last outing for him, Moses. I want to see him take each fight as it comes, not keep looking down the road. I want to be the youngest guy to win. I want him to look at that fight like he's fighting for a world title and go out there and put a world title performance on. Go out there and, and, and look the absolute business that he is. That's what I want to see from him in every fight. I want the world to see what we see in him because he is exciting. He's young, he's exciting. And he, I, I believe, will be the face of the future in the heavyweight division. Well, he was in Daniel's camp uh, for the Usyk fight. He's been sparring. He was sparring Joe Joyce last night. Yeah. Of course, so he's, he's not short of uh, getting quality sparring. No, and he's been doing that since the age of 15, 15 16. Yeah. I mean, leaving, coming home from school and going to spar, <laughs> and going to spar with Joe Joyce. I mean, it's, that's, that's amazing. It's an amazing story. And uh, also... Um, on next week's card, Anthony Yard yeah. returns. I'm looking forward to seeing him back in action. So I want to get him to get the rust out of his system and we want to look to get him in a big fight before the end of the year. Oh, Boatsy and Aziz fight soon. So, I'd, Well, I, do you know what? The winner of that would be a great fight, for, for certainly for Britain. Brilliant fight. Brilliant fight to put together. Frank, just lastly, uh, to close off, I mentioned this to you last week, but we were sort of running out of time. Um, this topic around drug testing, VADA testing keeps carrying on. So um, th what, the, what Matram are essentially saying now is we're going to pay for VADA testing for every show that they do. What, is that every fight on the show? Uh, I'm not sure about that, but every main event, well, uh, whether it's a world title fight, well, whether it's a British title fight. If it's every fight on the show, if it's every fight on the show, you're talking about a quarter of a million quid each I, show in, I, in cost. I believe it would be a minimum of just the main event. Okay. Well, we t all our guys get tested. You know, I, I mean, I've heard the comments about um, Baluta and McCann, or certainly Baluta. Baluta got tested. I've got the bill in front of me. He got tested. He got tested. By UCAD? He got tested by UCAD. And he's on, the. if you go on BoxRec, you can see he's on the uh, VADA program. Same program that, same program that Conor Ben was on. So was, it, was he tested by VADA? I'm not sure if he was, because I don't know what happened with him. You know, at the end of the day, I mean, you know, I'm Dennis, <laughs> I work with Dennis McCann. We'll have to ask him that. But, it, but irrespective of that, he was tested for the fight. And that, that is a fact of life. There was, uh, they, I'm reading it now, they did four samples for the boxers. So that's what happened at there. But... Um, It's all very well saying you're going to test people. And that's great. And I'm on that program. I get that. I hear that. But what's the point of testing them if you're not going to have any consequences when someone is found positive and you're not going to have a hearing for it? It's a waste of time. I'd like, what I'd like to hear is every boxer's going to be tested. And if they get found positive, then 
they will go to the hearing. The same as we did with Tetty. We didn't mouth off about it. Tetty went before the uh, South African Boxing Commission and so forth, and as a result of that, they had a hearing, as you should do, he went through the process, and he couldn't give a decent explanation as to why he had performance-enhancing drugs in his system, and therefore he's been banned, and his fight has been declared a no contest. Uh, has it now? Yeah, but, should, but, but you know what? The shame of that is, is that... How can I put it? It's declared a no contest, but that was a fight, that was a, a eliminator for the world title. So I'm, I'm, I'm disappointed with that as far as it's, it's worked out. But have the test, by all means, test people, blow your trumpet about having tests, do all that, because you're getting the message out there, and, it, and if boxers are cheating, if they are taking drugs, they know what's gonna happen. But don't have the test, and then for the fighters that you choose, you don't have a hearing. Because what's the point of it? It's a waste of time. What are you doing? You're, you're, you're saying, fine, that's okay. You're tested positive. Right, you know what? You're fighting in America next week. Oh, you're going to fight here, and we're not going to have a hearing. That's not right. I understand what you're saying uh, on that point around, around Conor Ben, of course, you're talking about. In terms of Zalani Tete, if there was VADA testing in that fight, Frank, then potentially... There was. There was? Zalani... Yeah, that's where he got tested, I'm sure. Was it oh, not sorry. a UCAD test? Uh, he got tested... Yeah, it, it, UCAD. UCAD, it, UCAD took it. If there was VADA testing in that, uh, for that fight, he could have potentially been caught two or three weeks before well, the fight could, and not in well, the ring. No, do you know something? See, that's the thing. That the, uh, the argument that's been put forward, if you remember when Conor Ben was tested positive, he's had all these UCAD tests and he wasn't found positive. It, that stuff is in your system a short type of time. You've got to catch them. You, they take it. You've got to get them. You've got to get them very quickly. That's why... They don't know what time they're coming. They don't know what day they're going to arrive, what time of the day they're going to show up, the testers. So you can put it in your system. It can be out your system the next day. It's not about, oh, if you'd have tested him last week, you'd have found him positive. You may not have found him positive, but when you are found positive, when you are tested positive, that gives the explanation. Have the hearing to determine why it was in your system. Would it be feasible for you guys to do VADA testing on every fight? Is that we, do, we do. All of our main events all have VADA testing. All our big fights have VADA testing. I'm talking about across the board. Is that feasible? Oh, I think nearly all our shows are, 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 are tested. What are you talking about? What, next week, we've had uh, Joyce and Zhang have been tested. Uh, you go back to see uh, Daniel Dubois, our show, the last one. They were tested. Hamza was tested. Of course they're tested. For example, your call show. Like which Ellis well, you call show they was tested. I've just written it. They're tested. Four test. Read it. Tested. But, but there's no guarantee of how much UCAD tests. I will say that. There's, let me tell you. There's no guarantee. What, what, the situation regarding testing, you've got to, you got invariably you got to catch them on the day. It's not in their system. For the, from the day one they announced the fight till the fight takes place. They take the stuff, they take masking agents to stop you finding out. And it's only that they show up on certain days. And use Conor Ben example, UCAD tested, tested, tested him. And they didn't find any. It, it, weren't in any, it didn't come up positive. Enough. The, point of the, the point of it all is, if you are testing fighters, 
there has to be at the end of the day a consequence for testing positive. You have to explain why that substance is in your body. And that, is not that has not happened. No matter which way you want to dress it up, the bullshit you want to put all around it, that's a fact of life. That is a fact. Right, Frank, want to add in, uh, anything else? No, I'm, I'm all good, mate. I mean, you know, we're, we're, work, you know, we're working hard. We've got, quite, we've got some good shows coming up. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're, we're in good shape here. We've got some good fights coming up, and I'm looking forward to them. Okay, good stuff. Well, next Saturday, as I said, live on TNT Sports. Not on box office, on normal TNT, uh, Zhang Joyce 2. If not, get down to Wembley Arena. Watch that fight. I think it's going to be a good fight. Uh, you know, what I like about it is that Joe has been training so... Well, obviously he trains hard, but he's training very hard on this. And they've put together a good game plan. And they're going to see if that works against a very, very good fighter. A very good fighter who, uh, you know... You should have wound up becoming the mandatory for the IBF. Oh, uh, the Hergovich fight referring to uh, in Saudi be, a while back. Yeah, every, everything's good, mate. And uh, the old geezer's still chugging along here. Who's that, you or Bob? <laughs> oh, he's chugging. He's not chugging along. He's flying. He flies, Bob. I mean, he's amazing what he does. It. You know, it's fantastic. Yeah, and I'm chugging along. And, yeah, we're still trying to give these uh, whippersnappers a little bit of a run for their money. And see where we go with it, and uh, you know, do what we do. What we do is a lot of um, there's a lot of, lot of funny stuff going on at the moment, which makes me laugh. I listen to some of this stuff, and it's just what's it's that comical? Well, it's, I, I mean, obviously, I don't go. I got better, believe it or not, I do have a life. I don't sit on the uh, internet all day. Unless, I mean, I get people in in the office say, "You've seen this," and he said that, and I, and I find it amusing some of these things, but. Um, I'm delusional, I'm an old man and, you know, I'm creaking at the joints uh, and I don't know whether I'm going to be remembered for, I don't know if I'm going to remember for the fights that I put on or, what, or being an old geezer and then I look at people who talk about me being an old fella and think to myself, Jesus Christ, you know what you're going to be remembered for? Chucking your brother-in-law under the bus, not telling him that when they had these VADA tests, you hid it from from him. You hid that test from him, didn't let him know. How can you look in the mirror? How can you... I mean, it must be really lovely family gatherings when they're all there sitting around the table looking at each other, and there you are. And there it comes out that you really are a number two in every way. Frank Warren, thank you very much for your time, and uh, we shall speak soon, hopefully. It's a pleasure, me darling. Cheers. Sports Social Podcast Network.